What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Mindset Mogul. We are having a conversation right now about doing hard shit every day because, you know, Brad just finished 75 hard. I've done 75 hard three times and I've roller coastered after the first two times. And, you know, there's something to be said about going all in or being balanced. And we're having this debate right now about what what it takes to achieve your goals. Is there a way to achieve your goals with balance or do you have to be all in? And to be honest, I don't know the answer. I don't know if you know the answer, Brad, but we're having this debate right now and just decided to record it because it's a really interesting conversation. I find that I do not make progress on my goals unless I am all in. Unless I'm all in on my fitness and nutrition, I'm not losing weight and I'm not getting in better shape. If I'm having a couple cheat meals a week, even if I'm good 80% of the time, I'm just staying stagnant. I'm not improving. I'm not declining, but I'm not improving. So if I want to improve, I have to be all in. If I want to improve in my business, I have to be all in. I have found personally that when I try to balance things, I stay the same. I don't decline necessarily, but I definitely don't improve. And it's a really interesting concept because is that reality? Like, do we have to be all in all the time to get the results? Is there such a thing as being able to balance and get results? I don't know. I don't know the answer. All I know is that I feel a whole lot better every day that I go all in. So I try to go all in as many days as possible. Brad, what has been your experience in the past three days just since finishing your would-be 75 hard? And what are you starting to think about or have thoughts about as far as, you know, being all in on a program like 75 hard versus maybe something that you've done in the past? This is what sparked this conversation because I woke up this morning and decided that I, I can't do what I've been doing the past three days, which is loosely sticking to good habits. I think that's the best way I could describe it. Yesterday, I got the workout in. I ate clean food. But at the end of the day, I could not tell you if yesterday was a win or a loss. And it was because I lacked, I think, any definition of what success looked like, like what would have been going at 100% looked like. But the moral of the story is at the end of the day, I couldn't tell you if I was at 100 degrees or 70 degrees, which I think implicitly means I was at less than 100 degrees. Like you can't be all in unless you've decided what all in looks like. And what you had said on the working out thing, I, or working out and losing weight and eating well, I think is exemplifies the whole problem that I think we're trying to unpack right now is in historical situations, I've been eating healthy most of the time. Like if you were to look, examine my diet, as the average person, you'd say that guy is healthy. I think I checked a lot of boxes, would eat whole 30, probably 80% of meals. But those 20% of meals kept me stagnant at a weight that was above where I wanted to be. And so that's just a very practical real life example of that not being at 100% basically meant I was at 80%. And given that I am not the version of myself that I want to be, or I haven't achieve the the tangible results that would be evidence of having the identity of the person that I want to be staying at the same weight is basically losing because at the end of the day, if I have goals and I'm not moving towards them, 
that would be winning. If I'm not doing that, then I'm losing. And so it's actually on the margin. It's at the 10% or it's at the 20% where all the progress is happening because at 80%, we were literally at maintenance, not moving anywhere, which by our definitions means that we're actually failing because we're not moving forward. And so this is, this is just coming to me as we're talking about this now, but that 20% is a big fucking 20%. And that's actually where all the gains are made in your life is in the 20%. And then actually the 10 between 90 and 100, that's even larger. And so the gains are really made on the margins. And it gets difficult when you're in that 80 to 90 range to evaluate, are you actually creating change in your life in a way that you want to? I think that's where you start talking about balance is when you're in the 80 to 90%. But just using the weight as an example, balance in that situation just led me to being stagnant. And so, yeah, I don't think we have the answers on this episode, but it's an extremely important thing to unpack. And the net result of coming out of this conversation, the conversation we were having before this and, and talking about this now is I'm moving back to a world of 100% today. I'm going to define what that is. And then I'm going to run at that as long as I can until I break. Because the feeling of stagnation over the past three days and waking up this morning and being like, what the hell am I doing? I mean, it's not catastrophic, but that's almost worse because I can't be like I'm off the rails. I'm like, I'm doing okay. But is that the fact that I can give myself that pass is actually what's terrifying because you said it. It's like, all right, well, what happens in a week? What happens in two weeks when I'm doing just good enough to keep giving myself the pass? And so I don't want to have this pass. I want to be back, feet to the fire, moving in a direction quickly because I'm going to die one day and I don't have time for this stagnation. It's a tough reality to face when you think about who am I trying to be? Am I trying to be the 100% optimal version of myself? Am I trying to be the 90% optimal version of myself? Am I trying to be the 50% optimal version of myself? It's a tough reality to face because we all want to give ourselves a pass. We all want to make an excuse. We all want to have a cheat day. We all want to take a day off of working out. We all want to, you know, be lazy for a day. We all want to give ourselves an excuse. And at the end of the day, if you want to be the 100% optimal version of yourself, there are no excuses. There is no leniency. There are no cheat meals. There is no anything. Is that realistic for everybody? No. Is that realistic for me right now? No, I still want to have an alcoholic beverage occasionally. I still want to have a cheat meal occasionally. I still want to take a day off of working out occasionally. You know what? As I'm saying it out loud, I shouldn't want to take a day off of working out occasionally because every single time I work out, I create this feeling of bliss and satisfaction. So when I really talk about trying to achieve the 100% optimal version of myself, in reality, I'm actually not doing all the things that I need to be doing to become that optimal version of myself. Maybe I'm doing all the things I need to do to be at 80% or 90%. But like Brad said, the only time that I make massive strides in my life is when I'm doing something like 75 hard where I am all in. There is no giving myself a pass. There is no excuse. And when I go all in like that, that's when I make massive strides in my fitness, in my business, in all areas of my life where I prioritize. You know, it's interesting. Earlier, we were talking about how, so I went on a run this morning and every morning I go outside for an outdoor cardio and sometimes I walk, sometimes I run. And when I run, I feel 
a whole lot better than when I walk. And it's definitely a measure of just how much energy I'm putting into my workouts. And there's something about doing hard shit every day that makes you feel like nothing else matters. When I finish a run, I have this clarity and I feel like I am completely separated from my ego. And I just feel like it's very tough to put into words. So bear with me while I try to explain this. But it feels like after doing something very intense that the results of whatever I'm doing don't matter in any area of my life. And that clarity is what helps me progress so much. Because if I am doing all these things in my life when it comes to my fitness, my business, and I'm not thinking about the result, and I'm just doing it because I know it's the right thing to do, and I know it's going to create the right feeling, that's when the best work is done for me. So I know I just rambled for a little bit, and I didn't put that into words as as best as I could, but the harder that I work on myself and my mental health and my physical health and just me as a human being, the less I feel all the other shit in my life that I worry about matters. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Me progressing in my own life is what matters. And all the other shit that I desire or want is just secondary. So I don't know what the hell I was trying to make a point of there other than the fact that doing hard shit is a way to create this feeling even if you have absolutely nothing else. And there is a ton of power in that for anybody listening who ever feels down or whoever has these strong desires for all these things that they don't have. You can create an unbelievable feeling inside of yourself right now by going and doing some hard fucking shit. And I guess that was the point I was trying to make. I think what you said is it's an incredible insight. As you were talking, the thought came to me that doing hard shit is basically a path to having immediate gratification while still making strides for things on a delayed gratification timeline. Like you get the gratification right now of doing the hard thing while simultaneously honoring the concept of delayed gratification. Because you basically are getting gratification from the process itself by doing the hard thing. When in reality, what most people are doing, we're all doing, is building our future self when we do things like this. So the delayed gratification is the weight loss and feeling and looking good. And you actually are optimizing for that by doing the hard thing. But even better is right now you get this immediate gratification feeling of having accomplished the hard thing. So... Implicitly, it's this, it's such a powerful tool in your life because there are very few things that also give you both. And so I think working out is probably like one of the best examples just because you get such a physical response to it. But that, yeah, that applies for all hard things. Getting instant gratification from the process, I think, was an unbelievable thing you just said. Because, you know, they always say you have to fall in love with the process because. The struggle is guaranteed. The destination is not. So you have to fall in love with the process because that's the only part of whatever you're doing that's 100% guaranteed. And that's the truth. There is something to love about... It's a hate-love relationship, right? I hate getting out of bed and going outside every morning and not sleeping in. 
but I love the feeling that it gives me. And I was actually talking about this. I think I was rewatching one of our old pods and I was saying how I don't even get up because the thoughts of losing weight and looking good and all that, that's secondary to me. That's cool. But what really gets me out of bed, my real why for why I even leave my bed in the morning and go outside is because I know the feeling that it will give me. And to your point, that is the gratification of the process. And I don't know, man, I think it's something that we should continue to talk about a lot on these pods, because I know that every other person in the world deals with balance. And there's a ton of people out there that say, you have to go all in. There's a ton of people out there that say you have to have balance. I think the truth is you have to decide who it is you want to be. Do you want to be the 100% optimal version of yourself? Are you fine with being the 90% optimal version of yourself? Are you fine with being the 10% optimal version of yourself and being a fat, lazy slob that sits on the couch and eats a bag of family-sized bag of Doritos every day? For a while, I was fine being that person. But there comes a point where you determine who you want to be. And based on who you want to be, you have to determine how all in you're going to be. Are you going to be the guy who wants to achieve a 100% optimal version of yourself? You're sober every single day. You never have a cheat meal. You never waver. You never skip a workout. That is what it takes to be the 100% optimal version of yourself. If you're okay being the 90% optimal version of yourself and giving yourself 10% of leeway, it's going to require a different set of activities than and restrictions than the 100% optimal version. So I guess it all comes back down to what we always talk about, which is, what do you want? Who do you want to be? What do you want your identity to be? We talk about this in almost every episode, but it's because a lot of it comes back to that one question. All the restrictions and things that you are going to have to do in your life are going to be determined on who you want to be in the first place. So I don't know. Who do you want to be, Brad? Do you know the answer yet? I don't know the answer. I know right now I'm trying to be the 90% version, but I don't know. I toy around with being the 100% version too. My mind kicks into gear and says the 100% version. And then I come back to some reality checks where I've got multiple bachelor parties coming up. And it's like, it's tough for me to imagine what that scenario looks like at 100%. Am I then robbing myself of that experience? This is the internal dialogue of, of course, how much do I want to be the 100%? Like, those are just weekends. I could definitely find the strength to persevere through them but do I want to? And so I actually lack clarity right now on, I definitely want to be 90. Let's call it 95. And then it's really at the margins of these like specific experiences. How do I want to handle those? And do I want to handle them in a mitigated way? Do I want to handle them in a 100%? I'm, you know, I'm there and I'm engaging, but I'm not changing anything about my keto diet my alcohol consumption is at zero. Like, am I going to make those decisions? I don't know yet. I need to sit down and probably go for a run and then start to do some. uh... (laughs) Well, I think also bringing the awareness to those experiences. Like when you go to these bachelor parties and you have this awareness now about who you're trying to be, you'll leave those bachelor parties and you'll either be the 100% version of yourself those weekends or you'll be the 80% or whatever you are. But after you leave, You'll reflect on how you feel and that will give you more clarity in what you're going to do for the next one. And sometimes you feel like shit, but you still do it. And that's definitely been me for a long time. So 
I don't know. It's just an interesting conversation, man. I feel like I haven't really heard a lot of people talk about this. I hear a lot of people saying you either need balance or you either need to be all in. And I think the answer really is dependent on who you want to be and just being aware of what it takes to be that person. I think the conversation, though, is an important one to have because it it'll draw you closer to whatever, whatever you actually want. Like this is an awareness based conversation. What you just said is super important. Like having the thought bounce around in your head, but not really think about it or verbalize it or write it down leaves you in a place where I think you, this is for me personally, I haven't been able to generate clarity, but even hearing you say that, that going to these experiences with this fully recognized will allow me to evaluate how I'm feeling and what I actually want. And so I think, Whoever is listening, if you can find the right person to go get these types of conversations on the table with, it'll lead you to a point where you can start to generate more clarity in your life. Because even as I am talking about it, it might be a specific thing for me where it's like it's 95%. I'm just 100% in every situation except for once a quarter. You know, figuring out and getting very specific about what those constraints look look like. I don't know. I'm spitballing here, but the fact that we're talking about it is definitely leading me to a place where I'll be closer to 100 than I will backslide back to 50 because I just give up entirely on the concept. Like bringing awareness to this, noting how much I do care about it is pulling me in a direction where I know I'm headed in the, the right one. How far and where I land, I need to figure out, but talking about it definitely draws you closer to the hundred, which I think everybody deep down, like who doesn't want the hundred in some form or fashion? It's just, then you need to prioritize in context of that. So I think this is something to revisit. You know, the other thing too, what you said about being specific is really important. And that's one of the reasons why I've given myself so much leniency when I'm off something like 75 hard, because I haven't been as specific as I need to. And when you're not as specific as you need to, it's a lot easier to give in, you know, not hold your word. But at the end of the day, it's one of the reasons like yesterday on yesterday's episode, we talked about creating mindset mogul standards. It's one of the reasons why I'm excited to do that, because as long as I maintain these mindset mogul standards, I will be holding my word. And for me, it's much easier to hold my word and hold my standard when I have something very specific in place, like a 75 hard. So we're going to talk more about these mindset mogul standards and we'll share them with you guys, the audience too. But I think that will be really useful for me in being able to hold my word, hold my standard every day and not give myself as much leniency because... I'm never going to hit my goals if I continue to give myself leniency. So, yeah, I don't know. I think this was a good conversation, man. You got anything else? No, I'm glad we talked about this. Yeah, me too. I'm sure that there's a bunch of people that relate to this. I hope you guys got some value out of this. I hope it made you think a little bit about what version of yourself you are trying to be and what's going to be required of you to become that version. If you did get value out of this episode, please, 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 we ask that you, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like, leave a comment, ask your question if you want to. You can leave it in a comment on YouTube or email it into support at mindsetmogul.com. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, one of those, please follow us on there and leave us a five-star review. We would really, really, really appreciate it. With that said, thank you guys so much, and we will see you in the next episode. Take care. Take care.